Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Extra Sauce Podcast. It's my fancy sauce. I want some fancy sauce. Yeah. I'm not done using it. With the czar of sauces, Greg Hill. It's actually not extra sauce this week. It's extra germs because both Shu and I are suffering through whatever kind of legionnaire's disease we both have. And I, I will take, I'll take the blame on bringing it into the studio. Oh, God. I, 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 I fear that studio. That studio is now like a Petri dish. You think so? Every, and everybody gets sick, and then they share the stuff. I'm going to try to get a scientist in there, and maybe we'd have to de-louse the place or you know, I, do whatever they do, bring in like a hazmat team to just de-germify the whole place. It would know? be interesting to do get some kind of a biological team in to see exactly what germs are where. Yeah. I can yeah. guess that a majority of them are on LB's seat, but that's a, an entirely different topic for another podcast. We're not talking STDs. We're talking well, about could, though, no, the cold I'm, virus. I am. That's oh, okay. what I mean. oh, really? You really, yes, yeah. really want to know that? I'm group? talking all viruses. You know, the, the less you know, the maybe the better. <laughs> But we'll try to get through the entire podcast without coughing a lung up on physically on you. And on this week's podcast, we are going to discuss the smiley face killer because it was a topic on the program. And not only are we obsessed, but it seems that many of you are obsessed. So coming up, a little extra sauce on the smiley face killer and a very interesting discussion about our city, about Boston, mm-hmm. and a breakdown on how many potential victims of the smiley face killer are from here in Boston. So, But first, the other day, she and I were discussing interviews and, and about what we like and don't like when it comes to interviewing guests. And I believe the discussion started because I was talking about how I don't like when, when people interview a guest and then don't let the guest talk when they when they when they are. I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but when the uh, when the guest <laughs> when 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 the uh, because a guest can say sometimes you'll hear somebody and they have their interview questions set right, and the guest will say something that could be the most uh, uh, newsmaking, groundbreaking statement that the that the guest has ever made. And the person will go directly to their next question yeah. as if they didn't hear anything that the guest just said. Gloss like over it. And maybe they don't. Maybe they're just rolling through right, it, you know? Right, right. Yeah. But yeah. you were saying you like when a question is asked and it it, it, uh, it bothers a guest and a, well, and a guest then is, is wildly offended or hangs up or gets upset about it. It, it creates a, a real moment. Because yeah, usually like, when there's a guest on somewhere, a lot of the time, it's to promote something. Right. Right. So yes. um, that's yeah. all they're on for mostly really? is, yeah. to, is to plug something. So they, they also, like some interviewers, they also have a list of answers. 
uh, or, in their right, head, right, and right. they've been coached <laughs> by by the PR firm or yes, whoever. Yes. But when you say something and the guest gets Upset, gets angry, gets it creates a, a very real moment. Yes. Which, yes. Which is very enjoyable. Maybe uh, not in that particular moment, but when you go back and listen, when you to hear it, it later on, you're yes. like, oh my god, that was so <laughs> yes. that was so crazy. Right. So Shu had suggested that for extra sauce this week. We go into some of the more awkward interview moments that have occurred on the program. And and, uh, quite frankly, when you brought this up, I was not aware of how many there were. So I think we're going to have to do this in an upcoming podcast, part two in an upcoming Extra Sauce podcast, because there's a lot of them. Well, you've you've, um, you've had a lot of awkward time. Like twenty uh, something years. uh, Yes, there's yeah, there's (laughs) twenty six years of awkward morning radio program interviews to to uh, to sift through. But um, I want to start with Farah Abraham because, and this was your, by the way, this was your choice. Yeah, because she's um, just a train wreck. She's she, not. She's not very smart. No, I mean she's not a very no. smart woman. And you know, and, it, it goes from like it, you know, if you trace back, cash me outside, girl. Yes, it could go right through Farah Abraham. Oh, fair, yeah. she's like like a part so of that, many have like that trick. <laughs> She's yeah. a part of the tree. Yeah. Like she's a part of the cash me outside of that, just that tree. awful, that yeah. awful stenchy tree <laughs> that comes out um, of the United States. Now, Farrah Abraham, for those who may not know, got famous on an MTV show about being pregnant like, yeah, and, the and 16 or yeah. something like that. Right. Right. And then she went on to try to insinuate to the world that- a sex tape with her and a porn star had been stolen and it was being released against her will. Right. Well, it is a complete farce. And Despite so, the excellent lighting. Uh, yes, there was, there was right. a lot of things that indicate. Well, the first is that she was having sex with a porn star. Had right. ma- she had makeup on in the shower. There were several things. <clears throat> excuse me. There's the first cough of the podcast <laughs> this week. Um, there were several things that indicated that perhaps... It was uh, not what it seemed, and it was not as she was as she was promoting it. So she came on to promote the fact that the sex tape had been released without her permission. However, she wanted to promote it exactly. And uh, this is the first question that was asked that appeared to irritate Farah Abraham a bit. Now, let me ask you a question: When you were doing this whole thing, did you did, like? Did were you nervous that? People were going to figure out, hey, I'm just making a porno, and uh, um, this is not a sex tape? Yeah, because this is my own personal video. I'm laughing because, like, you're funny. Um, and I turned the negative into a positive. Yeah. And I guess everyone can hate on that. Well, nobody's hating on it. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. When you say no, I'm funny, I don't I'm, hate just, it at all. I'm just trying no, to ask. Like, how did I appreciate you, so it. You were because uh, this is how you sell the tape. Because you know you want people to buy it. So um, is the um, um, like you were you were just. I don't need people to buy it. I don't benefit from people buying it. So I should first and foremost say it like that. Oh. If you guys watch it, you watch it. I hope you guys love it yeah. and you don't hate on my personal life. No, no. no. But also, no. I don't benefit from anything. Let me like, ask it you. is sold, the rights were sold, and they're in somebody else's hands. Okay, so you didn't make any money from this. I've made money from it because of how I legally had to handle things, right. and so I'm happy about that. Right. Pretty much still insisting that it was accidentally caught on film, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she's... Not making any money from it, and uh, yeah, oh, uh, you know, she kind of is, I, but I, I, against I, her will. Against her will, right. yes, of course. Right. And right. she keeps, you know, personal. This yeah. is a personal tape. Yeah, right. So, 
the uh, the next uh, portion is when we Danielle's asking about the porn star, and we're talking about backing the bus up over the porn star. Well, which no, are, well, yeah, the porn star said, "Oh no!" Porn star kind of threw her under the bus. Correct. And said, oh, this is we're we're going. She said we're going out and everything like that. And then later on, he said, "No, no, no." Yeah, right. right yeah, right. she's full of it. But yeah. she misunderstands and believes that backing the bus up is a metaphor for <laughs> anal sex, which. Um, so great moment and then um (laughs) uh, you believe it's awkward when i ask her about having anal sex so let's uh let's take a listen to this well so were you guys dating before that farah because i was a little unclear on that trying to figure out you know what were you you guys just friends we have um yeah we were friends and i we had like similar friends in touch and that's how we met and um but we're not friends and we don't talk anymore Oh, understandably. After he threw you under the bus, how, how could you? I mean, the guy yes. threw you under the bus, he released Well, I've done anal before. It's not about anal sex or not. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you, you, yeah, no it's we, not. Oh, it seemed ta- like it was. Is that, is the bu- <laughs> I must have missed. Is the bus code for anal? Uh, you've yeah. done anal before. Yeah. Uh, now, was that in high school or when was that? <laughs> I'm going to try. <laughs> God, I'm going to have a heart attack. Hello? Well, I don't know. Do you need my sex history? That's kind of funny. <laughs> huh. And so she didn't yeah. have right. She didn't have anal sex in high school. Right. 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 Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, you yes. know, somehow she got pregnant, so she knew what sex was. Please, right. just please. Right. I'm I'm pretty sure she knew how to do that before she knew calculus. My my guess is <laughs> I I I'm my guess she still doesn't know what calculus uh, is. Yeah. She was probably a technical virgin uh, in eighth oh. grade. But but anyway. You know what the technical virgin is? Oh yeah, that's the that's the new trend. Yeah. Well, I think it's is it still new? I don't know. That's probably the old trend. Well, I think at this point it's just an excuse. Yeah, we discussed the we discussed the new trend in a roundabout way. I, yeah. On uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday that, or whatever. That do you want to do it on the podcast? What here? discuss that trend? Which is just extremely it's a disturbing. It's a disturbing trend. I guess we could. Uh, should we? We'll discuss it after we play yeah. the third. Uh, yeah. So the third and final part of this uh, awkward interview number one which uh, Shu has chosen, is uh, me asking Farah if uh, anybody had mentioned the video to her that she found especially creepy. Who is the creepiest person who has mentioned the tape to you? Like anybody that you know, anybody, <laughs> any family members that have seen it? Uh, you know what's the creepiest? I'll be honest. When I had to talk to my dad about this situation, yeah. I think that's creepier. Yeah. What, what, mm-hmm. Like, uh, so how did you start? You know, that? my dad's already caught me having sex. Yeah, when my dad caught me having sex with my boyfriend, who I had my daughter with, like we had to go to family counseling because we couldn't handle it. Yeah. And I just feel like talking about it to oh. him was kind of like crossing a line. So oh. that's like the creepiest. Yeah, the poor guy yeah. probably get, did. He did he like have a heart attack? I mean, I, did you tell him that you you know that there's anal in it? <laughs> I don't know what he has. I'm just. You know, I left it as, yes, I had sexual intercourse. Yeah. Um, Okay, Dad. Oh my God. Uh, thanks, Dad. That's, oh my God. Her poor I'm, father. It, yeah. Well, he's as, as fathers of daughters. Yeah. This is the like one of the worst nightmares ever. One of the worst. What well, are the other ones? What well, are the other? What are the, what are the other? What are the other worst nightmares? <laughs> there's others. That he found her. He found her having sex. Yes. And then then she's having a kid. Yes. And then she's making a porno and yeah. trying to pass it off as a stolen sex tape. And doing, and, and doing yeah. anal. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and having to explain it to yeah. her father. Yeah. Now, listen, 
the the sex trend thing. If you want to discuss it, I'll discuss it, but well, but with a yeah. warning, right? That that it's uh, it's not appropriate for most people to hear. But but um, uh, at opening day, there was a lovely listener of ours who was a mother who had asked me as a, a father of older kids if I was aware of this this uh, trend among high school kids, high school boys. Yeah. Which it, which her daughter had brought up to her, which is called the bro blow. Oh. And apparently, in order to, and, I, and I, I did look it up to verify it, that it is a trend. In order to, to prove their heterosexuality, mm-hmm. young men mm. are, are uh, giving oral uh, to other young men. Just so it's it's it would be like me if I were trying to say that I wasn't addicted to pizza. Like if I if I were trying to say I can't stand the pizza at Town Spa Pizza, and and to prove it, I'm going to go ahead and eat it, and and that just to like yeah. to, to to go ahead and prove that I'm not into that. I'll prove I, you I'm how saying, much I hate it by right, eating right. four or five of them in a row. Yeah, and right? that is a that is apparently yeah. what is going on. Yeah. That just doesn't. Why is this a trend? The bro job or the bro blow? Where at what point in in our history did this turn? This terrible turn take place where this was what you had to prove. Yeah. So they're they're proving. I think it th- happened in Greece and Rome, to be honest well, with you, if no, I remember correctly. They're they're trying uh, that, to prove that they're full on heterosexual by doing this. by doing that. Right. Like okay. like like in other words. They can do it and not get addicted to it. Oh right, is, right. Is, is, okay, I, I can I can smoke a joint, right, that, or something. That, that else. is code. I and not and not become addicted to right. it, which yeah. is odd. Which is it's very odd. Again, right. whatever happened to like, hey, let's arm wrestle, <laughs> or you know, let's watch the Patriots. That's like yeah, like, in the frontier they used to chop wood in competition. <laughs> you know, in in uh, in Finland they 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 still to this day have wife carrying competitions. That's right. You know, right. Uh, there's guys who can drink tons yeah. of I can drink way more beer than you can what it can would, you do it would seem to me to be a better way of displaying your heterosexuality if you wanted to do that if you felt the need to display your hetero- heterosexuality it would be it would be better to do the wife carrying competition right. or the wood chopping or the yeah. pinewood derby or you know whatever whatever right. whatever but we're not saying there's was, anything wrong with with uh with homosexuality well, it's a teacher's yeah. own but yeah, I, but exactly. I, but i think it's a it's an it's an odd it's an odd trend it's just so if somebody was was misdirected a, at some point yes and the fact that it became a trend yeah. is very interesting when, uh, in light of where we are in uh, in this country right. in 2017, I so, blame Fair Abraham. Oh, you, you, you do. You yeah. blame her for that. Absolutely. All right. Um, all right. We continue with awkward interview moments, and this particular one was also Mike Shoes' choice. Lita Ford, who I love, uh, was in the Runaways, mm-hmm. and there's always been some talk that. The girls in that band were lesbians. Well, in, uh, in the, in Joan the, Jett, right? This, uh, yes, right. In the, in the movie, it was it was portrayed, and Joan Jett was the advisor on that movie. So yeah. at least Joan Jett saying has happened that that they were kind of you know they were commingling yeah. together. There were relationships going on. So here's uh, the discussion with Lita, in which I reference scissoring, <laughs> and she pauses for a bit of an uh, uncomfortable period of time before uh, continuing on. 
when I joined the band, the Runaways, I didn't know the girls were with girls. I didn't know that that happened. Uh, you know, I was 16 and uh, I had never experienced that before. So when I joined the band, I realized that the girls were with the girls. <laughs> and well, you, not all of them, but you, you just realized everybody was scissoring everybody else, and 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 you were a little nervous for a while. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, it was very uh, weird to me. <laughs> not horrible. Prob- probably not asked about that on other shows, or uh, uh, oh. like if if she did the morning <laughs> yes. news shows, like CBS this morning or whatever. They no, no, Good would, Morning America. I no. don't think they asked about that. No. Number three is a listener choice because we discussed this on Thursday. And uh, many of you requested the Bo Bridges incident. That's what I'm calling it. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's not just awkward. It's, it's like made incident. It's, yeah, it's like it's, it's like Gulf of Tonkin. It's like the Bo Bridges incident. But uh, we had Bo Bridges on earlier. I think it was earlier this year or late last year. And and uh, LB believed that uh, Bo Bridges' father Lloyd, who passed away quite some time ago, was still alive, and mm-hmm. just decided to ask uh, Bo about his dad, the actor. And, and maybe you could get American Treasure Tom Hanks in that. <laughs> yes, of course. Have you ever worked with Tom Hanks? No, but I've met him. He's a really cool guy. He, my my dad did uh, a movie called Joe versus the Volcano. I yeah. Think. Oh yeah. I remember oh, yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. 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 And again, your 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 dad is was, is amazing. Was amazing. Was an amazing actor. Or is or was an amazing actor. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't believe that yeah. just happened. Uh, it's, yeah, it was is correct. Yeah, so it was. I just that's LB. I kinda, Bo, that's LB. Just, yeah, I know. Well, you know, I apologize. I messed up. Uh, okay. I didn't um, want to be the guy that you, killed your dad. You know? Yeah, yeah. LB, not one to necessarily prepare for interviews. So oftentimes, when uh, when you just ask those questions like that, you, you're uh, you're not sure whether somebody's going to be alive or dead that you're asking about a close family member. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, but Bo didn't seem that upset about it. Uh, oh, is he, is it, you think he was? No, I think yeah. Bo uh, was a very much a gentleman there. Yes, yes. <laughs> just being polite. Yes. <laughs> All right. Awkward interview moment number four. Also, very popular with you. It's um, Wes Welker on the program many, many, many years ago, and Chad Ochocinco in the locker room. And I, you know, very simple uh, mistake. I can I confuse mm-hmm. Terrell Owens mm-hmm. and uh, and Ochocinco, and you know, Spaz wanted to make a big deal out of it. You want to make everybody wants to make a big deal mm-hmm. out of it, as if there's some kind of underlying. <laughs> A reason why I did such, but but uh, we were talking to Welker and we were mentioning that uh, that uh, Chad Ochocinco had been there. He'd been tweeting that he was there at six a.m. ready to go, and here's the way that went. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, hurry up and get in there because uh, Ocho was tweeting that he was there at six a.m. in his locker, so he beat you in today. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm 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 seeing him over there. He's still tweeting. No, oh, is he is he tweeting uh, over? There? Are you yeah. in the, are you in the locker room right now? Yeah. yeah tell, well, him, can, can, tell him I want him on the phone right now. See what he says. <laughs> All right, you want to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just want to say hello to him. I'm not going to ask him any tough questions. I just want to say hello to him. I I, I will. I never I never get I'll, him on the show. I'll tell I never you, get him on the show. I just want to say hello hey, to him. Hi, this old man. Oh, man. They said that you're tweeting. You're here at 6 a.m. What's up? I was. I've been here for a while. Hello. Hey, T.O., I, I follow you on Twitter, and you were tweeting that you <laughs> wait, were there. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what's, 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 it's Chad. You oh. called him T.O. Yeah. 
Oh, what I call him? T- hey. I call him T.O.? Oh, God. Why did I do yeah, that? Ocho Cinco, Ocho, Ocho, Ocho. Ocho, listen. I know. We, we, yeah, we, we look alike. We look alike. It's all right. <laughs> I don't know. See, Spaz loves T.O., so I had it on my mind that he was yeah. going to be excited. Could happen to anybody, as far as I'm concerned. Oh. That could, ha- that could, ha- could oh, happen boy. to anybody. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Next is one of my favorites, and that's the actress Gina Gershon, who had been rumored for a period of time to be spending a good deal of time with former president Bill Clinton. I can't do the Bill Clinton when I have the... uh, Bill Clinton. No, with the throat thing, it's more like a Hillary these days. Hey, uh, I love Gina Gershon and striptease. One of my all-time. What a, she in that movie? Uh, striptease? Oh, no. Was it Showgirls? Showgirls. That's what We're I meant. About I love striptease. That's Demi Moore. I, I love Showgirls. She's also in that movie Bound with, uh, yes, what's with, her name, uh, uh, the sister of Meg Tilly. Yeah. Uh, is it Meg Tilly? I think or? it's Meg Tilly that's yeah. in that. Or is it yeah. Jennifer Tilly? It's Meg Tilly, right? Is it? That's Meg? Meg Tilly. Either one. I'll bang both of them. I don't <laughs> care. Right. I'll bang both sisters. She, Gina Gershon also did a great job in uh, crashing that HBO series. She was in it for a little bit. Oh and yeah, it was like I the second to, episode. I started to watch that and I didn't stick oh, with it. I love it. You did? Yeah, because yeah. I'm a big fan of Pete Holmes, but she's great in that too. So I asked her uh, in a roundabout way about Bill Clinton, and then she. Uh, <laughs> Finally gets to the point where she f bombs us, and uh, and uh, this is Gina Gershon. So, do you do, po- politically do you lean uh, either way? Or are you? Uh, we don't, we don't have a, to get into it. You know why I'm asking this? Because I wanted to know uh, when you were hanging around if, uh, with Bill Clinton all the time. If uh, he I was wasn't nice... hanging around Bill Clinton oh, all you the time, okay. that was a lie. Oh, that was a lie. Okay. Well, I wanted to know about that. that... I just wanted to know about that. If that was, uh, if that was. You're making a lot of noise with your paper. Well, because you just stared me down like you were mad at me. <laughs> well, just because I, I, it was hot though. It was so freaking hot. Yeah. Was that hot? Did oh, you think that was God. hot? She's yeah. so bitchy. Yeah, I love it. Oh, you guys. I'm not being bitchy. Now, Spaz, you got to dump out. Did you dump out of that? I didn't mean it like that. All right. I'm very sorry. It's okay. I shouldn't have brought that up. No, I mean, if you're going to bring up lies and you want to bring up rumors, you know. I didn't know. I was just trying. I was honestly. No, no, that was a total. Like a lie or anything at all. Just a little bit touchy. Just wouldn't wouldn't you say she's just a little bit touchy? I agree with Spaz though. Still hot, uh, still very hot. Oh, she even is, even yeah. when she's like grouchy, when like she's that. angry, when oh, she's yeah. staring. Oh when my she, god! Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I, if I remember correctly, she had sunglasses on the whole time. Uh, did she? I think she. Did. I mean, she. I, I know she was like enraged by the yeah. fact that anybody brought up Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. It was it, it absolutely, which doesn't help her cause. <laughs> she's sexy. I gotta tell you something. She's sexy when she gets pissed. <laughs> Um, all right, awkward interview moment number six is Tom Arnold, another popular one with you people. Now, Tom Arnold was promoting a some kind of a uh, show that he was doing on on CMT on the country music television station. Yeah, it was a show about rednecks. It's like a comedy show, and he had. Uh, Almost the very same day that he was on with us, he had announced publicly that he had been molested. Mm-hmm. And um, he brought that up during the interview in a roundabout way. And the first chance I had to ask a question about it uh, came after he finished discussing the the uh, redneck wedding thing. Now, many of you believe that the way in which I asked the question was inappropriate and awkward. Oh, no. Uh, no, but, not at all. Uh, not at all? No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but this is Tom Arnold, awkward interview moment number six. 
uh, black rednecks and Hispanic rednecks and uh, gay rednecks and all kinds of uh, and 20 miles outside of any major city. We've been, we, we shoot all over the country. And um, that's why I like to. It's not just the South, although the brother and sister were for the South, but they weren't really brothers. <laughs> they were brother and sister. Well, uh, one was adopted. Well, Tom, like, Tom, Arnold yeah. is, Tom Arnold's our guest Saturday on, uh, on CMT. You can watch my big redneck wedding. And I, I, my, my last question for you, I guess, would be, you know, were you penetrated? Oh, no. Uh, that would not be oh, my last no. question. <laughs> would, is, is Heckle You on CBS coming? I heard you're going to have a show on CBS. Is it? I don't think he ever told us whether he was penetrated or not. Uh, I think he, uh, again, which, like we mentioned earlier, glossed over the question. <laughs> yes, Went back yes, to uh, what he was coached on, I think. I think the, end, uh, the interview ended shortly thereafter, <laughs> as, as uh, most of these do. Now, this is a particular favorite of the listeners, and I don't know that I meant it to be something that would upset uh, Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates. I am a gigantic Hall & Oates fan. Yeah. Um, many, yeah. Of, many of the earmoths I choose are Hall & Oates earmoths. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't care whether it's Rich Girl or Sarah Smile mm-hmm. or Out of Touch yeah. or Maneater. Private Eyes. I, the, the, yeah. I, I'm a gigantic Hall & Oates fan, and we had Daryl Hall on, and apparently... The way in which I asked this question upset him. Uh, he also decided to F you, us. <laughs> yes. And we'll take a listen to the way that went. If you had to name, I mean, oftentimes I'm sure you you, you, could, you guys can be the butt of jokes. You know, people look back and they look and they say, oh, Holland Oates. You know, what, what would you, if you had to name one of your songs that you felt was truly the gayest song, what would you say it is? I want to screw you where... No, never mind. Um, <laughs> um, 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 I, I was almost going to say something I remembered. I was on radio. Um, um, oh, no, I mean, I know you... That's a stupid it, fucking question. Okay, oh, never mind. Uh, are you listening to the program? Not a fan of anyone describing his songs as gay. And uh, Guy's and a legend. And probably in retrospect, I, I should not have done that because uh, I am I am a fan of the band. Yeah. I am a, a big fan of him, a big fan of the band. So. You just couldn't tell by that question. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we're going to wrap it up with one that, that uh, is one of Mike Shue's favorites. I, I, I think it actually is one of mine as well, and it seems to be very popular. We actually... Dragged it out a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago for some reason. I don't remember why, but the actor John Cusack was on the show discussing a movie that he had made, uh, which I I believe it was one of these films that took the side of the insurgents in uh, in Iraq or something like that. And I, I, uh, I believe the movie was about weapons, the weapons trade, and how. We were funding both sides. Yes, the, uh, to keep the war the, going. The, the, like the Bush that. administration right. was, you know, in neocon, mm-hmm. you know, uh, horrendous group of people, and and so we had a discussion about the film, and uh, obviously John did not appreciate the tone in which I was uh, asking him about why he didn't make a different type of film, and and uh, this is awkward interview moment number eight. Next, I want you to make a movie about what it's like to to uh, live under the Taliban or under Islamic fascists. I think that might okay. Make- well, you know what we'll do is we'll make 
we'll make a, a movie that uh, reinforces uh, neoconservative uh, fantasies. I see. All right. well, yeah, I well, that, I'll get right no, to that. No, you don't have to do that. I'm just telling you to look at it from the other point of view. I mean, there go... is no other point of view. Well, the, the, the fact that the, the fact that the Taliban are scumbags and like insane people doesn't mean that you can just go off and uh, become an imperialist warmongering country. Well, that too, that, 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 that's not a that's not a coherent argument. Is there no is there nobility in uh, when you look at what women go through under the Taliban and some of these Islamic fascists? You know who supported the Taliban? You know who's tax dollars supported the Taliban? Yes, I do. But I, I'm, I'm just asking you, John. Go, John. Oh come on. Well, I'm just asking you. Is there any nobility? In- oh, it's pissed. <laughs> I suspect there will be more, but for now, yeah. that is awkward interview moments. Most awkward interview moments, and there'll be a part two down the road on extra sauce. Right? I love them. You like them all, oh, right? I love them. You're, 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 they you're, make me feel alive. Uh, is your favorite still Farrah Abraham? or That I, was a full-on <laughs> awkward experience. Yeah, that the whole was great. Thing, yeah. The whole entire thing was awkward, right? Well, the stated goal, the mission statement of, of Extra Sauce is to pro- provide you with extra content on things that have been discussed on the Hillman Morning Show during the week. And and many times we ran out of time to talk about a certain something or we wanted to explore it in greater detail. And I I think this week, one of the things that we particularly wanted to explore was the smiley face killer. Because we, we have talked about the smiley face killer on the show, on and off, for the last four or five years. And it came up this week because of a very sad case in which... A local man attended the Celtics game uh, a week ago Wednesday and was there with a coworker and disappeared. And there is still, unfortunately, no sign. Right. Um, and so it seemed, unfortunately, and, and maybe it still seems, unfortunately, eerily similar to some of the cases that have been suggested might be a part of a serial killer called the smiley face killer and and you know me i'm i'm uh i'm obsessed with true crime stuff i i uh it's it's disturbing it's the underbelly of of society and in this particular case when we have discussed the smiley face killer there are many who are also interested in how this uh, this disturbing serial killer could be operating not only here in Boston, but maybe around the country. And so I do think it's interesting to take a particular look at Boston and to go over, over the last 10 years, the amount of young men who have gone missing in Boston and Sadly, their bodies have turned up in a body of water, whether it's the Charles River or mm-hmm. Buzzards Bay or where have you. And Yeah, that's, that's uh, the one thing all of them have in common. All, correct. All, all of the cases that are alleged to be part of this. Yes, yeah. and, they, and they, what, what tends to happen is that guys are drinking mm-hmm. and they step outside of a place they're drinking at and they're never heard from again. Right. Oftentimes, actually, I should say this. Oftentimes, they're able to send a text message to to somebody. Um, 
and then they're they're missing for days and they turn up in in a body of water and you know i i introduced you to this the other day because we were discussing it after the show and there are several people bloggers uh former new york city detectives others who have cataloged the the sheer right. number of guys who this has happened to in Boston. Yeah, and the number is alarming. Yeah. I mean, I, you were counting them up. How many did you I, get to? I think I had 16. 16 guys. And, you know, many of the cases you remember recently being on the news, whether it's uh, Franco Garcia, who was uh, a West Newton guy and was out on February 21st with friends at Marianne's, <clears throat> excuse me, in Cleveland Circle. Yeah. And he ended up um, texting a reminder to his uh, girlfriend at 11.27 p.m. to not leave without him. And then uh, his friends lost sight of him. And he ended up being found in uh, in a, in a uh, reservoir offshore. And... It's the list goes on and on when you look at these. I mean, and it's really it, to me, it's really creepy, and it's really right. You know, in the New York, the former New York detectives who created this theory about the smiley face killer found many instances in which there was a smiley face left at the scene of uh, of the disappearance or where the body was discovered. Right. Um, and it doesn't seem to be any indication in this most recent case that they've seen anything like that, nor, nor in several of the cases in Boston in a while ha- has there has there been anything. Would they, Would they though, at this point? Would, like, would, would the police, like, because there's so many. To me, it seems like, okay, they keep saying, well, it's accidental, and it's accidental. Is this something, would you suspect the police of holding off? Like on information that they're giving out, because maybe they they have a clue and they're trying to catch. Maybe, this guy. maybe it's just maybe. gone on for so long since around here in Boston since around two thousand. Yeah, since two thousand. Yeah, you know, uh, which is actually I said ten years. It's really so. What are we talking? Seventeen years. Yeah. Well, like the first is did did you say the first case that you had seen was in two thousand? Uh, let me see. You know, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. And wh- wh- who was that? That was Gerald Gelb, and yeah. he had worked at, at IBM, and he was an extremely intelligent guy, master's degree in computer science. How old? Uh, he was. Now this is where it kind of breaks off from the pattern. Yeah. The first couple that are alleged yeah. in this is it, it kind of breaks pattern. But the, he was forty-four. Okay. And he was also battling schizophrenia. Yeah. And he had an incident where he he took off, just showed up at his parents' house then left and tell them where he was going and then he disappeared. He's actually still missing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next one, again, a very intelligent guy. He was a musicologist over at BU. He was like one of the world experts on uh, the composer Schumann. Yeah. And German romanticism uh, music. And what year was this? This was uh, 2003. Yeah. And he, that's is where the pattern of leaving somewhere and never being heard from again started. He had left his office, but he had left his briefcase behind, and he had left a couple other personal items that he usually keeps with him, but he had a, a white duffel bag with him, although a lot of people said that he wasn't known to go to a gym or anything right, like that. Right, right. And they didn't know what was in that bag, and they never heard from him again 
uh, until I think uh, a couple of months or a month or two after that, when he was found, when he was found in, in right. a body of water, right? Yeah, in a, in a body of water. So, yeah. and then from there, the 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 alarming thing, the the one pattern is they're all between most of the people alleged to be involved with this are between twenty and thirty years old. Most were leaving somewhere, a bar, a restaurant, after going out with friends or right. going to a game. And like they go outside to right. smoke a butt or something. Right. Or they're wait- in one right. case, the, the guy was waiting for a ride and his girlfriend texted him, hey, I'm right around the corner. I forget which guy that was. Yeah, yeah. And then she showed up. He wasn't there. It was minutes. 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 Yeah. I just, I mean, if you think about it, if you're having drinks or whatever, and you whether you go out, you know, you tend to be friendly with people in a bar. I mean, right. not not necessarily all the time in Massachusetts. Not if, not if you run into LB after right, yeah. after eleven p.m. And, and most places. Yeah. But you but tend to having a few laughs. Yeah, you're listening to a yeah. band or whatever. You're yeah. talking to people, so you wouldn't normally. It wouldn't be a big deal if somebody says, "Hey, let's go outside and get some air." Or let's go outside, and then right. theoretically, this person does something to disable them or whatever the smiley face killer does, and then it ends up leaving the body in a body of water mm-hmm. so as to not leave any clues behind, right. which is really why it's it tends to be the Charles River or uh, Boston Harbor in a couple of these cases, yep. Buzzards Bay right. in, in another yep. case. Well, that's another thing. The last two alleged cases, the most recent ones that may have something to do with this, 2015 and, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, around 2015 or 2013, they took place down, like one was in uh, Buzzards Bay, as you mentioned. The other in, uh, and I believe it was uh, it was at UMass Dartmouth, yeah. which is down that way. Right, right. Now that one, this is a guy named Charles M. Allen. And this is, I, I thought there was no toxicology report or anything in a lot of these where there was like, because I, I was expecting someone being roofied. Yeah, yeah. Someone, you roofie someone, you follow them outside, and then you, they get woozy and you scoop them up, throw them in a car, you take off. Yeah. But this guy, apparently, his parents got a phone call from him, and it sounded like he, he said he was in the woods, and it sounded like he was running. Mm. And it was hard to understand oh, the message. And Terrifying. Then, and then there was an incident where, uh, like a, a day after that, he showed up at a random house, and the people confronted him. He said, oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was my friend's house. And then he ran back outside. And I'm thinking, okay, confusing behavior. Maybe yeah. he's like fighting some kind of drug. Right. Right. Or oh, something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah but that's yeah. the only instance out of the, the actually, it's about 20 or so here that that, that kind of, that, that incident is coming up, that weird behavior. You know, there's another one where uh, there was another person, try to find it here, but he, he was like, uh, uh, again, a very, very intelligent guy into chemistry, and he said something to the effect that uh, the answer he he left a message on his girlfriend's phone saying the answer is in the periodic table, and she didn't know she had no idea what that meant. And then he ended up right, and, and then they he ended, ended up finding the body and and a, found and, the body in a body of water. Right, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, so theoretically, there is an individual who is seeking these men out at a, and most often at bars because where else would you find them? Right. College it, age. People who are intoxicated, people who are drunk mm-hmm. and don't have their wits about them and and then and then doing this and 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 doing it not only here but perhaps uh, all all around the country, which is like I mean it's a terrifying thing to Yeah, think there were some in Minnesota, I believe. Yeah, there's been there are, there are several cases that at least 
if you whether it ends up being these former New York police officers that you listen to, police detectives or others, they are fully convinced that it's the the work of the smiley face killer. So, I, I guess the uh, I, I guess the advice would be the same advice that my mom gave me, which is don't don't get drunk, don't be out anywhere past eleven p.m. And don't don't, right. talk, don't talk to strangers. Right. right. Yeah. And the only time it really veers off is just a couple of times, and that has to do with age, pretty right. much. Right. There's a couple of older people. One's 36, as I mentioned. The other guy was 44. Yeah. One was 49. But mostly, no, they're most, all around if, the same age. They're in they, their 20s, between 20 and 30. Yeah. And and you go, you know, if you go if you go down the list, Dustin Willis, 26 years old in 2007. Yep. William Hurley, 24 in 2009. Eugene Losick, 26 in 2010. David Mark, 24 in 2011. We mentioned Franco Garcia, 21 years old. Jonathan Daly, 23 years old. Eric Munsell, 24 years old. I mean, yeah. it's and, and the fact that it's all here in Boston, I think to yeah. me, is is really really alarming. Is, is that's the scary part, you know? So. And it's all happening within like a decade and a half. Yes, yes. And then we have have the Boston police. To your memory, said anything? Well, no. About, we, like, we, isn't we can... it strange how they're all, you know? And the, at first, I was like, "Oh, they're all white." But there's there's one African American in there. There's a Hispanic. Yeah, it's guy mostly in there, white guys, but it's mostly but it, white guys between yeah. twenty and thirty years old. It always they, ending up in water. But if you're trying to follow and catch this individual, would you say anything about it? Right. That's, That's what I, don't, I was I don't, asking I, in the beginning. I don't think Are you they would. Holding back, like right. in this latest thing, or or in the toxicology reports. Maybe they're they're holding it back because maybe they don't want to let on that they know so much. It's just which I understand. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, it's 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 the the serial killer thing to me is amazing because you're able to do what you do for an extended period of time in the country mm-hmm. and and nobody knows who you are. I mean, right. it, could, it could be for all I know, it's you, and it's for, for yeah. all I know, and you, and and your suggestion that we give this extra sauce on the podcast is a bit suspicious. Oh, so you think it's the, uh, the it's, serial killers do that? Yes, they they flaunt it in front right. of the authorities. You know, Ted Bundy was one of those right. guys. The zo- uh, or the you're the, trying the to throw night, me the off. Night Stalker, right? You're trying to, it's like unfortunately, a, you're not a young uh, white guy in attractive. Uh, so you're I wouldn't just, throw you you're in just any trying water. to throw me off by suggesting that we talk about this. Right, it's, it's kind of like a bro blow. Is what yeah, it is. This is it's nothing kinda, like a bro blow at all. Kinda, <laughs> this is nothing to do. Our conversation now, nothing to do with that that horrible, horrible direction that our youth is going in right now. Please. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening this week to Extra Sauce. We're always begging for ratings, so yeah, please or, give us. Or in uh, this case, if you have theories. Yeah. Yeah. Let let us know. Let Greg know on his Twitter. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or call the show. Call, yeah, call uh, us up. Call the show and, and and talk about it. And I think it'll be just like the flat Earth theories. Yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll be something that we continue to explore right. here on the podcast. So uh, make sure that you subscribe. That's a big subscribe at iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a great rating. We'll we'll thank you in person, and we'll be back next week with another episode of extra sauce we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch minimum of four lines for 25 dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. 35 dollars per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com